All right, let's get into the action. Listeners, welcome to episode number 184 of the Calcio Podcast, joined by the handsome and powerful and blonde original host of the show, Nigol, Nick Gentiletti, back from Italy. How are you, sir? Thank you for that introduction. I don't know where that came from, but I'm going to take that every day, you buttering me up. I'm good, man. How are you doing? I put a little cologne on for you, too. You know, uh, I smelt I, it. I smelt it when I walked in. That's good. That's exactly what I was going for. You know, I... What uh, is it? It's um, Mont Blanc Legend Spirit. Ooh. I Mont Blanc makes cologne? They do. Very good colognes. They also make these sunglasses, which people have been asking me on TikTok uh, since the clips have been uh, blowing up, you know, a little bit. No big deal. What are you going to do? Um... You know, it's about time. It's about time we get a little recognition. Four years later, I consider the pod to be a year old, by the way. Last year was a Since rebirth. Since the rebrand. Yeah, it was a rebirth. You know it's also got a rebrand? The name. Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. Do, do, do you still talk about Calcio? I do. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about Calcio today. But, um, you know, we're not, we're not chained down by any... Uh, by anything really and the listeners love it the listeners love when i talk about other things the listeners love when i talk about nick cannon and uh, how many baby mamas he has they love they love when i talk oh like nine i think it's nine kids with like five four or five baby mamas it it came up on a pod a few episodes ago you know that's the sort of shit that i want to talk about when i hear stories like that or like politics just stuff that i want to talk about people love it how much do you have to love having sex like raw to, 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 to like end up with nine kids and be like, I'm not going to wear a condom this time. It's a fetish. It's this, it's this, it's this like getting off on procreating. I think Elon does the same thing. I think he kind of likes the idea of being like a super seed. With him, it's also because he thinks, he thinks what, that the Earth's problem going forward is not going to be overpopulation. It's going to be, like, underpopulation, right? I think that's his motive, too. Yeah. But I don't know. These guys, like, do, do you know who – do you know who – I forget his first name now. I don't want to screw it up because there's a couple of guys in the NFL that had the last name Cromartie. But there was this, there was a guy in the NFL named Cromartie. Same kind of idea like Nick Cannon. Not multiple baby mamas, but multiple kids, like nine, eight, nine. He played for the Jets, Okay. There was also Cromartie seed- who played for the Expos, by the way. Really? Uh, Warren Cromartie, yes. My so, father used to love him. So I think this guy was called Antonio Cromartie. Uh, this guy's seed was so strong. Okay. I always love a black guy with uh, an Italian name, by the way. Cromartie? Oh, Antonio. <laughs> De- Deontay. Uh, yeah, whatever. Alfonso. Yeah, Alfonso. That's another good one. That's another good one. We got to start getting like uh, some black Domenicos or like Ernestos out there. You know what I mean? There's definitely some in Cuba. There's some in definitely Cuba definitely and some in Venezuela for sure. But this guy's seed, this guy's Armando. seed was so strong that I think at like that his ninth kid, he got a vasectomy. It became like public knowledge, like in the sports media. And he had a kid. And he anyway. still had a kid. Anyway. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, it's no. Like seed made of iron. Just the th- yeah, the th- he never got like the vasectomy. Tie fighters. He never in got Star the vasectomy. Wars, you know? He never just, got the vasectomy. Just making its way to the egg. He never got the vasectomy. There's no way. He did that because he knew full well he was going to keep nutting in women and he wanted to have another kid. His wife, his wife, his wife. Whatever. That's a woman. Um, I don't know. Elon's weird. I think it's like, it's kind of like a, he's a bit of a weirdo though, right? That's the thing. When you're that smart, um, you know, I think you, you tend to be a little bit quirky. I think you tend to be a little bit uh, eccentric. 
And uh, that's just what it is. He's like, you know, he's like a character out of a, a Bond movie or something. I, you know, not necessarily a villain, but it's, it's this, like, it's this um, narcissistic idea that you're going to save the world and you're going to save humanity. And, you know, to his credit, he does do a lot of things that many people couldn't really think of doing. So he's kind of, and, you know, he gets a lot of attention for it. I think it's just his crusade. Like again, he's not going to save the world by having a bunch of kids. It's just a uh, it's just like a uh, it's a Napoleonic thing almost, probably. It's like a sexual Napoleonic thing. He gets off on it, and that's okay. You know, you have to do whatever the hell uh, m makes you feel good. But um you know, we'll talk about Calcio for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, but We'll talk about whatever the hell we want to. That's kind of the point. People love no, hearing like me it. talk I about like politics. It. People like love it. They 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 enjoy hearing me talk about Emmanuel Macron and uh, sexual relations with his wife, who's 25 years older. Stuff like that. 25 Pe years older than him? People enjoy that. Yeah, people are going to love this. How old is this. he? Like 50? He's like maybe 45, 50. Yeah, she's like 75. She was his teacher. No, what? We've been over this on the pod before, but yeah, yeah. That's a thing that happened. That we like to talk about on the pod occasionally, now and again. So, um, so how was Italy? You just got back last night. I um, got a nice little spread here. We're going to barbecue some steaks after. I got some AAA that. steaks and chibol with a little balsamic glaze. We got a salad cut. I don't even pull out these stops for my lady. And I'm wearing cologne for you because I do that. I will wear cologne for buddies when they come over just, just because. Just because, just because it's, it's classy. You know what I mean? And you noticed it. I did. And if I had not mentioned anything, you would just think Sam always smells like this. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. It's just, it's, you know. So. Italy was good, man. We're, Italy was uh, good. We're going to have a good little uh, soiree here, but. Um, Italy was good. We're, we're checking in. And, and by the way, so you said you're going to hold no punches. You said that you don't care about what you say anymore. So. No. I'm going to hold you to that. We got to get into some of the uh, some of the crazy things you may or may not have seen, but you. So where did you go? Why don't you uh, just recap what the uh, itinerary was and what you got up to while you were in Italy? Yeah. You saw a game. I did. I did. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a wild trip. It was a tiring trip. We did a lot, but it wasn't a wild trip per se. Uh, my uh, traveling partner was not. Uh, I guess you could say a party animal. So we didn't do much like. You know, we 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 had fun, we had a, we had fun together. We we definitely got drunk some nights. We had some fun, but no real going out, I would say. So we got to experience everything else in between. That's okay because going to Mediterranean Europe is kind of like just living and and yeah. going about your day is kind of like always going and out. I, and I everyone's do, always got a and buzz I do on it at I, two o'clock in the afternoon. I do enough going out here, right? So honestly, it was good. It was it was good. Um, spent a week in Abruzzo, so. You know, nice, nice, nice. Beach you went with your area. cousin. Yeah, you went well, with your my cousin. cousin so, with his uh, grandparents, so, so you, you and your uh, cousin both have. Is it your, uh, your mother's or sis? Your mothers are related, right? So it's no, you're related my, to my your mom's mom and his and dad his father. Are okay, first okay, cousins. okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So yeah, he's not a party animal. He's a good kid. Christian is a church going uh, boy. And we saw a lot of churches. You saw a we lot saw, of churches. I think I saw enough churches now that uh, I could automatically get into uh, get into heaven and uh, do nothing else with the rest of my life. No, but uh, it was good. It was good. A weekend at Ruzzo, nice relaxing by the beach. You know, like 
you know some people say that they're 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 beach goers on vacation some say they're like adventure seekers and a lot of people take like a hard stance one way or another right they're like oh i can never i can never sit on a like almost like they they put their nose up at like people that that want to relax on vacation yeah like Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't just sit there in the beautiful sun on the on the Mediterranean Sea with yeah. Let's the take nice let's take and... a, let's take a week off of the three that I have from my employer who owns me the rest of the year to learn stuff. Let's go learn and um and think and enrich ourselves. Right, and I mean, look, I'm I'm of the I'm of the belief you can do both. Why can't you do both? This is this is like uh, the Messi Ronaldo of going on vacation. You know, like some people yeah. say Mario Montagna. That's another <laughs> big one too. That's what I love about Abruzzo, where my mom hails from, like yours does. Is we have them both. Now, here's the thing. So, uh, this is what area I area of the country. Yeah, Beautiful it, it is. It country. is the breadbasket of Italy, baby. Um, and you see, you, you see you everything could, right between. When you when you take the drive right from Rome to the the east coast, you get beautiful landscapes of mountains. You can even see like depending on where you're driving, like snowy peaks. Then you eventually break through the center into the east snowy coast. Snowy peaks in August, yes. Yeah, it's crazy. Grand Sasso, I think it's that's called. true. That's true. Um, and we have uh, we have a big view, a big view. We have a clear view of uh, La Maiale from where my grandfather hails from. Um, where my family still is, where my grandparents are from in, 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 in Abruzzo, we have a view of the Mayale Mountain. And you know how a lot of Americans will say, Mannaggia l'America. I grew up thinking, Mannaggia la Mayale was uh, an expression that people use because I heard my grandfather say it. Anyway, yeah, it's, again, I don't have a larger point here, but yeah, Snowy Peak. Yeah, just like you, you see everything, and um, it's just a great part of the country. I think it's like a. I think it's kind of an underrated part of the country for tourists outside of the country because, like, there's no real flagship city, I guess you could say, in Abruzzo. That's true. It's but a very mediocre place. I wouldn't it's say a very, that. It's a very, under, it's a very under the radar, nothing going to blow your socks off type of place. Nobody really notable comes from there. They don't have any flairful footballers. They're very uh, low-key and... Um, and yeah, they, they could be blown off the map and no one would really know. That's what's great about except, Abruzzo. Except for Italians, right? Because in like the little area that we were staying, Silvi, right? Um, what's it called? Silvi Marina? By the way, Silvi not that Marina. I care. I, I'm I think be, it I'm used gonna... to be called Silvi Marina. I think okay. it's just called Silvi. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm doing that thing that uh, your older relatives do. Like my girlfriend's family, every time I, I've been, region I've been dating, I've been dating my like girlfriend for, I've been dating my girlfriend for four and a half years, and every time I see her grandfather's brother, he gets drunk, he's diabetic. I love him, and he uh, it's relevant uh, information. And he he um, well, no, it is funny because he he's a great guy, but like he um, will be like making sausage or whatever, or like making like tomatoes or whatever. I don't know. He'll be working sometimes, a couple times a year. We'll like we'll get that semi-industrial production line going in a garage and do the obligatory uh you know conserva or whatever the fuck and uh, he'll be lightheaded because he's diabetic and it's like undiagnosed so like i'm clearly like this this man drinks wine for breakfast and and he clearly has health issues and he just and, and anytime he exerts himself physically he just and, and he has a little bit of he has a little bit of wine before like 11 o'clock in the morning while move like moving or like fucking lifting heavy shit he has to take a seat because his insulin levels just drop so low and nobody knows how to diagnose it. It's just like this weird thing. He just sits on a couch and like holds his head. And somebody will give him like a like a wet rag to put on his head. Um, I love him. So every time I see him, he'll get a little drunk. Every time he's buzzed, he'll ask me, 
where my grandfather is from, like the town where my grandparents are from. Same thing every time. I tell him, Filina Veliador. Como se Filina Veliador. Okay. He's going to ask someone if they've ever heard of it, like some other Calabrese guy who he knows. I'm going to I'm gonna ask this person if they've ever heard of him. I'm like, okay, you, you do that. Go for it if you'd like. Um, yeah, it's the same conversation every time. Is there a thing that, um, that you know, it, uh, people of Italian ethnicity, either in, you know, Canada or, or U.S., is there anything they love doing more than discussing, like, where your, like, grandparents came from in Italy? Well, what region, right? Like, is there anything more that they like to... What else do they like to discuss more than that? I don't know. They, they, they bring it up like it's... Um... Like it's like it's interesting. Like it's like it's a, a topic of um, of like great importance. You know. And then what you I mean? have to then you have to pretend right that you care. So it's like, where are you from? It's like, oh yeah, like I think I know where that part is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, it's, then, then they say, oh, it's near this town that they think like you know, right, and you right. obviously don't. South. And it's like, that's, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and that that's what I love about uh, that's what I love about people in Montreal because um, you have like. This one little town called Campo Basso. Everyone's from Campo Basso. Like forty thousand people in it, and everyone and everybody thinks that they can just proclaim, "Yeah, I'm from Campo Basso," and and I'm gonna I'm supposed to know what that is. It's like a town of five thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Everyone came from Campo Basso, Montreal. Where's your family from? Oh, we're we're Napolitan. Okay, like people will get that. You know what I mean? You could tell like a Chinese person, "I'm Napolitan," and they they'll have heard of Naples. People will be like, "Oh, my family's from Campo Basso." They don't even know what they don't even know what region it's, it's located in. They think it is the region. They think it's a point of great interest. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, we've we've gone out. You know how I feel about this. Yeah, we've we've, we've gone out this. Yeah, things. there are listeners who get at me every time I bring up Campo Basso, and they're like, "Oh, why do you keep shitting on Campo Basso?" Like, like there's all the, like all the people in Montreal and a couple of people on the east coast of the New, of, of the United States will reach out and say, "Yeah, fucking shout out the Campo Basso." Like, like they don't even realize that I'm saying it's fucking ridiculous how 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 much. It's disgust. It's a trigger word. They hear Campo Basso and they just, the people buzz. Yeah, I don't think they realize that it's a trigger word for me. <laughs> don't, yeah. they have a, don't they have a, uh, a football club now? Yeah, like most towns, you know. It's in City of D. It's a terrible club, City of G, whatever the fuck it is. IFTV got involved right, with them yeah, somehow. That's, yeah, that's, that's so I th- yeah. So I think a lot of people now, in the, yeah, just through pure chance, you know what I mean? Like, just because, like, you know, they happen to fall on, you know, they happen to fall ass backwards into working with Campo Basso just like, We've fallen ass backwards into probably working with Trapani when that happens. You know what I mean? Like, there's no intent. Like, it's not because Trapani's a great club. It's just convenient. We just kind of, like, almost, like, just, you know, roll, rolled the dice and said, uh, them. Boom. There. Trapani. That's, that's the team we're going to buy. You know what I mean? You it's, and Chris it's not are, like IFTV are, 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 are fucking selecting or curating who it is that they're going to get behind. I think they were just reached out to by pure chance. Are you mentally- And that vindicates people from Campo Basso. This fucking town of 50,000 people. Are you mentally going to be able to handle when you and Chris inevitably get on that uh, typical IFTV graphic that shows like uh, North American investors in, in Italian football clubs? And it's going to be like, here's the 16th ownership group from North America owning an Italian football club. I'm going to quote you and say I want to kill myself. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. No, that's what I'm going to fucking do. I'm gonna say, please, I, I, I dissociate myself from this, uh, from this tweet. <laughs> Don't put me on a graphic. I just want to do it so that I could be a crazy Italian football president and say crazy Italian football president things, and um, just come out in the media. And though we have a lot like of De big Laurentiis things saying he's gonna make all African players going forward sign a decree that they'll never play for the Afcon. We so discussed this last week. I respect that. Fucked. You know what? Like it makes sense. Like I, the fact that people are pretending that it doesn't make sense. Like of course he wants that. 
Of course he doesn't want his best players to be going off to fucking play for... Ca he doesn't want Frank Anguissa to go play for Cameroon for two months. Do you blame him? No, you know what I, I mean? don't. I, I completely it get makes it. It's sense. just it's hilarious saying it publicly. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, I don't know if I would take that approach. I would just probably... I would probably just... Um, I don't know what I would do. I, I might take on a character or something where people are like, is he serious or is he not? I don't know. I haven't decided. Maybe I'd be the charmer. You know what I mean? Maybe I'd be. Maybe I'd be the. Maybe I'd be the media, the media fucking. Uh, you know, I, I. I'd be the. Um, what's the word? I'd be like their darling. I'd be like the. I'd be like the media darling. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. We'll see. We have a lot of big things planned. If and when that does pan out, you know, we just gotta. We just gotta hustle a bunch of uh, Sicilians and Queens for their money, and uh, you know, we're we're off to the races. But um, five dollars out of the, under the mattress at a time, you'll get there. No, we're going. We're going with big contributions, baby. We're going with big players. We're gonna go with people who need to wash money. Is what we're gonna do. <laughs> that's that's what we're gonna do. All right. I think, and there's a lot of the, God knows, there's a lot of those in fucking New York State. So, um, no, I think it's promising. Now you mentioned uh, what's better, uh, Mario Montagna, or just sorry, just chilling on a beach or going to learn. Now here's what I love about my girlfriend, and I already know I'm gonna get. A text when she listens to this talking about her uncle saying that wasn't very I don't know like like I don't think I besmirched him I love him he's an incredible dude you know and just just take the caricature of her uncle I I could be talking about any great uncle age seventy five and up you know what I mean it's not just her uncle it there's countless countless fucking people like that not just in Canada or or, or fucking the U S probably some in England Argentina definitely some in Australia I was actually on stage last week for a crowd of two Australian women who said, we're proud of our wogs. I asked her, oh, right. Well, I asked her, where you're from? Melbourne. I said, oh, Melbourne. You got a lot of wogs down there, do you? Do you? Yeah. yeah, we do. We're proud of our wogs. Wogs? Yeah, they call them wogs down there. I was asking them how that name came to be because it doesn't make any fucking sense. But um, yeah, I thought that was funny. You ever hear, uh, you ever hear like the mantra of the Proud Boys, that group that Gavin McInnes founded, be proud of your boy? Those are the ones that stormed the Capitol. Uh, you know, some of them, some of them might have, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, it was uh, there, there were there were good people and bad people on both sides, Nick. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, Fred Perry, Fred Perry actually discontinued the black and yellow polos because uh, it became synonymous with the Proud Boys, and that was their thing. Be proud of your boy, and I just couldn't. I I left that night thinking I was humming in my head the song. Be proud of your wogs. Be proud of your wogs. I wonder if there might be like a like a sketch there or something. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't fucking know. But uh, whatever, sometimes you got to throw shit at the wall, see if it works. You don't seem to be into it. What am I going to do? Fuck you, Nick. That's why you're not on the pod anymore. Fuck, you know, you, 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 you're not with it anymore, bro. Come on. Musical uh, musical clips for Instagram Reels. Yeah. Be proud of your wogs. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that. It was from Aladdin, I think. Be proud of your boy. I think that was actually... Anyway, don't explain the joke, Sam. Uh, so what I love about my girlfriend is this. Um, when we go to Italy in a few days, this will be out probably late Wednesday. Um, the, what are we, the, uh, what's the fucking date 16th today? Are we today? the 16th of, are we the 16th or the 17th of, uh, August? We're leaving in a couple, we're the 17th. So we're leaving Shit, in a 17. few days. Now I've banked a few episodes, which will be coming out, uh, while we are in Italy. So I'm not obligated to, uh, to record. We'll have the mics with me, but in any event, we're leaving in a few days. Now, here's what I love about my girlfriend is... Uh, we're under no obligation to do anything, um, tasteful. You understand what I mean? No, or, I don't. Explain. Okay. So, so, well, taste is, taste is subjective. You see, you know what I mean? Like, is it tasteful to go to a, a beach club in Positano or to take like a boat to Ischia? Like, I don't, I don't know. I, what is tasteful? What's not? But, but 
How's this? We're not gonna be. We're not gonna feel obligated to go learn stuff. She's never been to Rome. She's never been to Florence. We're not gonna. We're not gonna get a tour guide. You know. I told her I'll take her to the Colosseum. She's like, really? You want to go in? I was like, yeah. I, I think you should see the inside of it. She doesn't care. I love that about her. I love that she just wants to live. Yeah, I we're in. We're that. in Rome. I Let's just go that. out. Let's just go have lunch. I respect Let's that. Let's just go argue with people. You know? We'll go to a football match. I look, I we'll look, try not I, to get stabbed. Dude, I, I completely respect that. And I fall I fall in the middle of the aisle there. Like like I've been to Rome like five times. So now, have probably. I. So this is great. You know, like so, like I'll be your guide, but you know, I don't know if we're it. gonna go to the Circo Massimo. No, I agree. You I know? agree. I think I think personally, like a, a city like Rome, right, it's obviously it's incredible, but like after you see what you need to see, you know, the first time, second time, fuck. Like, what do you what do you need to go back? How many times can you go to the... This is one thing, because I've been to Italy now a couple of times, right? And I've been to Rome many times. Like, I've, I went to Milan as well this time, and uh, I've been there before too. Like, the, the one thing that, that I... The one thought that I had about tourism this trip was like, how many times can you go back to the same place and, and take a picture of the same thing? And like, well, why do people take so many pictures on trips, I guess is what... So like the contrast I had was my cousin, I think we tallied up, took like 2,200 pictures on yeah. our trip. Yeah. You know that, how many I took? That's impressive. How many did you take? I think I took like 40 or 30. And I think I like fi that. 15 of them were probably at the San Siro. I like that. And like... I don't, I don't know, take I pictures either. I kind of, I kind of, I just had, live. I kind of just had the revelation that's like, what's the point of going somewhere and doing something and seeing stuff when you're just gonna do it through the face of your camera? Like, what's the like? That's just like teach their own. I'm not ripping people. Like, of course, like some people will argue that going and taking pictures of things is to help you just have a lasting memory. It, it brings like good feelings, and I, I get that to a degree. But just like you're saying, how you know, Paula might not enjoy like going to see certain things like to me going on a trip she like might like, but no, you know no, what she no, doesn't but, feel inclined that's so, what like, I, I don't love. feel like some i guess some people when they're on their trip they feel inclined like i need to take a picture of this so like when i get back i can remember it and it can make me feel good like i don't have that and that was that was something i felt i guess going back somewhere that i've seen multiple times now i didn't feel inclined to like you know take a picture of everything or whatever and that opened the door in my mind to being like, even when I do go somewhere for the first time now, cool. Maybe it'll be, it'll be fine to snap a picture of this or that, but like you're, you don't need to document every damn like experience and, and thing that you're going through. And again, that's whatever floats your boat, man. If that makes you happy, dude, do it. But I, that was just something I really, I felt. Stop I pretending like it's fun to go walk around and see stuff. And learn whoa, whoa, about don't, what don't happened in history. Don't get me Stop wrong. Stop pretending like it's fun. It's not. It's I'll tiresome. Disagree. You go to bed at night. Your fucking feet hurt. Oh, man. My fucking... I had the craziest... You fucking get... Your immune system's worn down. Go live. Go smoke. Get drunk. Talk to people. Eat stuff. There are many senses you can experience. And it's not just seeing stuff. Smell things. Listen. Talk back to people. Taste. Oh, you you could do all of that while seeing shit. I, I completely I completely get your point, but no, it's it's here's what kills me. Let me get the perfect shot of the Colosseum. Why? Go on Google. It exists. Yeah, that's that's you know another I mean? thing. That's Snap another, memories yeah. are your friend. Yeah, a, yeah. a quick little pano. Yeah. So oh, five years ago today, look where we were. You send it to your friend. We were at the Colosseum. 
Thumbs up. Yeah, cool. I, I agree. That's I agree. it. I'm I trying agree. to kick my phone addiction this trip. I'm trying to stay off my do phone it. as much do as it. possible. I, 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 I'm, I, we're gone 18 days. What does it take? 21 to kick a habit? You know, the problem is I, 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 the problem is I work on it, um, you know, and, and I'll post clips and stuff and you get sucked in because my, my Instagram algorithm knows me better than anyone, right? So I go on to post a clip and I, I really struggle to post and ghost. I'll get I'll, half an hour burned right there. You know what I mean? You know, you, you could work taking a shit. It's great. I do email. I check the market on my phone. I'm trading stuff. And then I get sucked in. You know what I mean? Notifications. You got to go on Do Not Disturb. I write a lot of comedy notes on my phone too. It's better to go on a laptop and to just sit down and write. But sometimes an idea comes to you on the fly. You got to fucking write it down. That's what's tough. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Just fucking live, man. Just fucking live. And, uh, and, and uh, just experience it through your own eyes. You know what I mean? That's a big thing. Is it raining? It is. It is. Is it raining? Do Maybe this that? will be therapeutic for the listeners. You know how, like, when you turn on like a sound machine ASMR. and you hear. We're outside right now under a gazebo. It's a light rain. I love how the forecast said it wasn't gonna rain. They mailed it in today, bro. What the fuck? It said it wasn't gonna rain till three a.m. I, I have the biggest gripe. Can I with... sue someone if my podcast gear gets wrecked? God. I don't. God. Can you make a claim against God? Who are you, Christian? <laughs> Can you make a? <laughs> Christian, Christian, your cousin, not Christian, uh, the faith. But um, Christian's a very good Christian. Yeah, man. Uh, fuck, I, I'm at a loss for. But that, that's that 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 was my real. I guess that was my real revelation of my trip. Just yeah, li- living in the moment, man. Just just you're there, enjoy it. So um, through your phone. So talk to talk to us about the game. You're at the you're at the match San Siro. You guys beat Udinese. Um, you know. Nobody really, you know, it was, inter- it was a fun weekend because everyone that was supposed to win won. You know, Di Maria, goal for Juve, first game. He's injured now, perfect. You know what I mean? Just a nice little, nice little, nice little, uh, nice little cock tease. Just a tip. Boom, he's out now for God knows how fucking long. Uh, but, you know, by God, he'll be ready for that World Cup. He'll be ready for that World Cup. That's what he's going to be working toward. You know by what I mean? Grace of God, yeah. You know what I mean? Pogba's, he'll be ready for that World Cup. Pogba's getting into that World Cup team. Nothing's stopping him. And will he play again for? Will he play for Juve this year? I don't know. He'll, but. he'll he'll sit out longer than probably needed just to make sure he makes it to the World Cup. Yeah, right? just to in time for him to destroy his body a little bit more for January. <laughs> but, but um, dude, so you know, nobody, is, no, no upsets this weekend. You know, San Siro is so beautiful. Yeah. I know we went together and we we documented that as well uh, years ago. But uh, it's just such a beautiful stadium when you're in the seats. But my God, I got to experience. Um, I got to experience not the not the typical pictures you see of the San Siro where there's like holes in the ground as as, as toilets. I didn't see that, but uh, like I, I I had to sit unfortunately in the upper ring because tickets flew. I was I was willing to drop drop a lot on some beautiful tickets. Cause when did that happen? When did they start selling tickets? When did people start buying tickets to matches in Serie A? It's when crazy. did they start selling out eighty thousand seater stadiums? It's beautiful, beautiful to see. But man, the the toilets were so fucking nasty. They gotta like, never repair those. Here's what I like about San Siro. It's um beautiful in the seats. Everything else other than that, it's it's tough. It's y- really you tough. know what? But I like it. It's a block of cement, and it should stay that way. It's it's it's, it's a beautiful. It's block an Italian of stadium. I don't think they should do what Juve did. I don't think they should upgrade. I think it's got to stay a nice classic, slightly, uh, slightly decrepit, but. Still structurally sound Italian stadium. I think you want to keep it at about a 7 on 10 at all times. You don't want a 10 on 10 stadium. It's too nice. You want people to feel comfortable smoking in the seats. So not allowed anymore. Not allowed. I was actually quite surprised about that. 
People the, respected that? No. <laughs> the two, both could be true. Just like everywhere on the metro, bro. Uh, masks mandatory. How many people you think were wearing masks? In the, I got the, news the, poli- you, the police officers weren't even wearing masks. I got news for you, buddy. Years ago when we were there, they weren't allowed to smoke in the stadiums either. People were doing it anyway. Really? I don't think no, you could no, smoke no. inside. Not true. Not true. I, I saw on... They actually had like on the big digital board. It said... Uh, as of, I think it was like January 2021, it was like a new rule that was passed. Yeah, it's kind of like at this, at this, at the Adamo household, we're, we don't allow smoking in the backyard. <laughs> it's a loosely followed rule. But, uh, I, you know, what? another thing I kind of noticed uh, when I was there, and I noticed this through mostly like the Italian security guards or cops. Man, do fucking Italian men complain to each other like, like women, really? What do you mean? Elaborate. Just like, just the tone and the inflection of their voice and the way that they talk to each other, they're always nagging about shit. Whether it's like some a problem in their life or all oh, the fucking the line or the tourists or that's just a good like, point. Their life sucks. Itali- their life sucks. Itali- Italian men. Their lives suck. They they nag. don't work. They work. They, they work four nag. hours a day. They work four hours a day. They they're more well fed than anyone else in the fucking world. They have the least stress in the world. They all have Chanel bags for their wives, you know. And 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 what do they their kids come out with them till midnight. And um, minimum, minimum, you know, they understand mathematics better than anyone else. Dude, Italians are so well educated in school and yet they're so maleducate. Does that make sense? Yeah, they're very well educated. They understand arithmetic. They understand fundamentals very well as a general rule. And um, and and everything sucks. Everything sucks. So the government's corrupt. And, they, and they'll let you know about it. They all hate the government. They all hate the fucking fucking graffiti everywhere. It's very European in that sense. So one thing I found hilarious was, so we had to take, uh, you know, to get to uh, to where we were staying in, in Abruzzo and Sylvie, we had to take a bus from the airport in Rome, from Fiumicino to Pescara, and then from there we would make our way. So, you know, there's like a lot of these big coach bus companies that, that leave from the airport to go there. So we got on one. And, um, and um, there was the bus driver and then like a second, like, attendant, okay? Um... I don't know why there was a second attendant. No, no reason. Okay, the, the bus driver could easily scan the bus tickets. Like they don't need, they don't need the second guy there. It's job creation. It's a unionized. Guess, right? It's a, it's a <laughs> job listen, creation. Listen, unions. It's unions. Not, I don't think it was unionized. It's, it's private companies. But but anyway, that's even worse. <laughs> but um, so they have these two guys. Okay, so I, I'm, 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 I'm just private very... com- private companies. That means you have guys who are uh, standing on a bus collecting tickets who have uh, who have no rights, no workers' rights. <laughs> they 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 you know. But that's kind of here's here's what's cool about here's what's cool about that. They don't really need unions because there's kind of this understanding that nobody really wants to work. So the private companies aren't gonna you know they're not gonna hold people to high standards. They kind of just they, there's that understanding. Listen, I'll scratch my I'll scratch your back. Jobs for my you know jobs for fucking my neighbor. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's just I'm I, look I'm I'm very observant. That was like one of the first. I I love observing. I love observing like the the, the ridiculousness and the inefficiencies yeah, in, yeah. in Italy. So right. that was the first one. Why are there right. two guys here? One guy's just standing w- by the door for the three-hour bus ride, and the other one's driving, and they're just complaining to each other. The it whole was time, like in yeah? Spain when I was there with my father. There were armed guards outside every government building, uh, talking oh, to each other, too, like smoking, and, yeah. uh, and and on their phones, talking to civilians. One guy had his gun. An old man who had to be about sixty-eight years old, who was like he was he could have been seventy. I don't know. He, his gun was pointing up. He was pointing his gun upward, and he was walking around with it. And he was pointing it at civilians. Just, just, just you know, people who were just fucking not paying attention or whatever. It's like that in Rome, too. I mean, yeah. I, guess, I, you'll, you'll, I guess if you haven't been back in a while, but you'll see. But um, 
I, I, I was saying this story because I wanted to just show you this picture. Um, I, this guy, okay, the second dude standing next to the door, so the guy not driving the bus, was fucking making a panino on the dashboard of the bus. Not just like... Multitasking. Yeah, not just like taken out of the bag, you know, uh, it was ready to go and he bought it from the from the auto grill or whatever you, the fuck you know, you if you had access to produce as good as he does, he was then, making, then you, would, you would too. He, and I'm showing Sam now yeah. this picture. He was making his pan, you know, on the dash of the bus. So I saw this the, picture. The I assumed that it was a, I assumed that it was a private chauffeur that you, that you, that you had. You, can you send me that picture right now, please? You thought the private chauffeur was making... Uh, you, you probably pay budget rates if your private chauffeur is making Can you send me that picture right now, please? Well, this, is, this video is going to be up on Spotify. We'll put this up on the video because this is a very high production. Uh, this is a very... I don't know, bro. My head is spinning. Jesus Christ. I got to lay off these fucking marls. Um, the, the, this is a very, uh, this is a very uh, big fucking production that we got going on here. We're now... We're now finally, we finally figured out how to get uh, the producer... Your multimedia. ...to uh, yeah, put up pictures... Um, as we discuss, yeah. So send that to me right now. You, did you send it to me? We'll put it up for the uh, for the listeners on uh, yeah. on Spotify. Um, so so look, um, yeah, th- that's that's good. That's good. You like to see that? Did he make you a sandwich? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? You know, big the the bus is like a 40, 50 person bus. It's uh, this wasn't uh, an Airbnb excursion. Uh, get picked up by a bus, and the second guy in the car makes you a panino sandwich. Like that's not. <laughs> That's yeah. not what this was. Yeah. It was just a, a, a bus driver, not even the bus accompanier, bus driver, the bus driver's bitch, just making a sandwich well, on the dash. What else is he going to do? He slept after. You know, you know, <laughs> he literally he like, ate like a, a sandwich like, and then slept. Like on an airplane, you know, <laughs> the pilots take turns taking naps, you know? I like that. It would have no, it would have been, been, been more reasonable if they switched. <laughs> what if what if but the bus driver has a heart attack or something? You know what I mean? It's like it's like the backup. It's like the backup goalie. Yeah, it's like exactly. The backup, yeah, every It's like the Carlo Pinzolio of that fucking or Tommaso Berni of that fucking. Uh, who's the guy uh, who plays for Fiorentina? That legend, that hero. What's his fucking Dragovski? name? Dragovsky. No, the third goalkeeper. Forget oh, his Fiorentina. name. I don't know. He played games for Lecce once a few years ago. It's, it's like how they he's say He's mailing it, it in. He's 40. He's 40. He's 40 he's still the, getting paid. It's like how like, they say in the NFL, like your backup quarterbacks, your most, the most important player on the roster. Yeah, he's you're, a glue you're guy. Your backup your backup. He's a glue guy driver. for the morale of that bus. He's a glue guy for the morale of that bus. 100%. I, no, I, I, I unbelievable. Feel, I feel that. Yeah, that, that's good. That's good. You know, um, you were on a cultural experience. Unbelievable. So, I have to uh, say though, I have to say though, like we're talking about like the inefficiencies and the stupidities, right? And we we love we obviously we love it because it's hilarious and it's just it's the best. I find it's it's one of the reasons why Italy is like so lovable. I I find like it's it's some of those things that you just can't help but, but laugh at. And for them, it's kind of just normal life. But yeah. when you're in Milan, Milan is so different. Milan, like. I, I always say like I love I love Italy I love vacationing vacationing in Italy like I'm I'm proud to have like uh, you know roots from there sure but if I if if I had to live in Italy I think the only city I could ever see myself living in is Milan because of how much of a cultural melting pot it is and I know like I feel like that's something you would like take offense to because I know how much you love like the south of Italy and like Naples and I know it's it's beautiful. 
and like the food's amazing there too. Like that's a foolish take right there. You're depriving yourself of the authentic no. Italian experience. But but you people could, in Milan are ashamed you could to go be Italian. Down. No, but I'm saying for my I'm saying for myself. Like you can always make those trips down to the country and get that like just take the train down or a cheap flight but i'm saying like if you want to just be a professional in a city like grow your network right we're, we're talking about in the rest of the country it's like so hard to work and why find... would you yes here's the here's the thing here's the thing you're I'm a just little... being practical i'm just being pra- i'm thinking you're I'm thinking... you're too practical you're no. too practical nick no stop thinking about your network and start thinking about who you can get a job that you know okay P- connections are 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 best served when you could scratch someone's back and they could scratch yours, and you don't base uh, who gets a gig based on merit, but based on who you know. The that, Italian dream, baby. Yeah. I, I think you're depriving yourself of that if you live in Milan. I don't know. I love it. I love the city. I really do. It's, it's, uh, I think it's my favorite. People in Milan speak English too well. That's the problem. They do. They really do. They really they do. They really do. With a with an English accent. Yeah, very educated. Yeah. Very educated. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah, terrible. Horrible. Horrible. It's terrible. What a, it, it's such a... Why do you think I'm spending three days in Naples? <laughs> it, 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 it's it's like a, a false image of what Italy represents, right? Yeah, I mean, in some way. But it's, again, again not really, because it's all about like presenting yourself in, this, in a certain way, right? It's all about la bella figura. Look at me. I speak English. I'm distinguished. It's just, you know, it's where the banks are. It's just you need you need that kind of ecosystem somewhere in the country in order for it to work. You do need some people to go to work. You know that's what Milan is good for. That's what the city of Milano is good for. Um, I love it. I really do. So a um, lot of churches. I want to talk about this. So so too many churches. Too so many this churches. so you're not talking about this. I'm talking about this because you said you don't want to drag your cousin. Cause he's a great guy. But um, I mean it was getting to a point where it was getting to a point where and now now this is where I'm going to need you to loosen up a little bit. This is where I'm going to need you to stop fucking. Just, just stop worrying about what you say. Okay, we're not taking a shit on anyone. This is okay. He is who he is. He's a great guy. Okay, your cousin loves the church. Your cousin loves. He loves him. Like yep. to the two. Like he was donating money to the point that he like he he wanted like papers to like get a tax break at the airport. <laughs> a VAT refund. Does the Vatican give VAT refunds? Like he was. He was like 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 he was he was dropping. Like like they're gonna you know. They're gonna they're gonna canonize your cousin at some point. Like like surely they should, based on the amounts of money, the, the ridiculous amounts of money that he was giving to churches. So, uh, just a side side note on canonization, you know, just from going to all these churches and seeing Saint this, Saint that, Saint this. I don't know how many saints there are, but they could just be making up saint names. And would anyone really question it? Would anyone go to the Rolodex of saints and be like, "There's an saint, open micer, Saint in, uh, uh, yeah. Phila- Philonicius. Like, a, is that is that a real guy? Is anyone a, opening up the index, the Rolodex, and pointing their finger on this saint to to, to verify if they're real? There's an open micer in Montreal named Jeremy Anderson, I believe. And uh, the other day, I heard him say on stage, he was emceeing. He's so stupid. <laughs> he says. Which of the Beatles does not have a? Uh, which of the Beatles is not named after a Christian saint? Is it A. George, <laughs> B. John, <laughs> C. Paul, or D. Ringo? You know, <laughs> and you could argue that Ringo uh, should he, he could be he could be canonized. He's done more he's done more for the for the British Empire than a lot of people have over the last fifty years. You know, they're just it's, it's just a title. You know what I mean? Saint used to be the old sir. That's the thing. You're really going to tell me that people conducted miracles in their lifetime? So like, like hundreds of people? Like, come on. 
come on, bro. There are definitely people that fucking grease the right gears to get a sainthood. You know what I mean? Remember a few years ago, I think David Beckham was very pissed off because he didn't have a, he didn't have a knighthood. And I think his agent reached out to him at one point and said, hey, I got a great opportunity for you. And he goes, unless it's a knighthood, I don't want to fucking hear about it. Like, he was, like apparently I got leaked. And he had to apologize for it because he was very mad that he didn't have it. He wasn't Sir David Beckham. You don't think that at some point in time that was like a, a token of respect that like in your lifetime you could become a saint? Yeah. I, I or like guess. your family would like, you know, fucking pay to ha like Like, there's got to be a saint fucking Medici. There's got to be a Medici that became a saint or something or like a member of the Sforza family in Milan or something. Surely, you know, it's, it's, and here's the thing about the church. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a boys club. It really is. And we were talking about this last week, how sad it is that, um, that so many people kind of dedicate their lives to this institution. And yet it's necessary. It's necessary because so many people lack direction and so many people need to believe in something. But, you know, I, I mean, it's the same tale that, that these are the same tales that the Egyptians used to tell, right? Fucking, you know, the, 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 son of, the son of God fucking on the seventh day rose again. I don't know, die, died and was, was reborn and, you know, the son of a virgin. It's a story that's been told throughout, you know, history. And, and, and before Jesus, you know, I mean, people were telling those stories. And after Jesus, Christians decided that those people were pagans and they would get put to death. And, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy to think that it still operates. I mean, it's just this, it's this. It's this institution and it's just funny that protects how... itself. And to think that people like your cousin are just such nice guys that they want to still kind of... And, and listen, they, the teachings are great. The teachings are great. Uh, you know, we all have tattoos that we regret. I have a cross tattooed on my ankle, on my Achilles. And you know, it's, it's, and when I got it, I, I told myself that if and when ISIS takes over the west You're you know fucked. i'm fucked and i'm okay with that you know it is what it is you have I'll, a kill me tattoo i'm rolling the dice your, you have a I'm kill me tattoo on your ankle because you know it, 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 what does it represent what does it really represent does it represent uh you know being a good person and uh and trying to sort of you know not fuck over your fellow man or does it mean uh you know protecting uh egregious behavior and uh and double standards it means both it means what you want it to mean you know what whatever you know it's it's open to interpretation and who cares who cares is the point it's 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 kind of significant to me because i grew up with the values but let's not sit here and pretend that they need our fucking money you know what i mean so i mean we could put we could pull this up probably isn't the don't isn't there a saying like the vatican is like the biggest bank in the world or some shit like that or the, like the biggest real estate company in the world or some shit like that. And then it's just, it's sickening how people are going and dropping money. This to me anyway, dropping money for offertas. Yeah. To, to, light to, a the, to this institution that in has Vatican, a, 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 billions an, an, of art, dollars. an art collection worth probably billions so of that dollars. Was, that was another thing that it was. So as many times as I did see the Vatican and I, I've seen, I've seen St. Peter's enough now where I don't have to go back ever in my lifetime to be fully honest with you, but I never actually gone to the museum. Okay. So it was that, it was the first time I went to the museum. This so time. much for living minimalist, uh, living a minimalist lifestyle, right? Like, and, uh, the, and, and the altruism the palaces and, and, and yeah. the, like you said, the art collections, I was actually ignorant to that. I didn't really, I didn't really know. I didn't really know any of that, to be honest with you. I didn't realize like the, the popes throughout history, like, collected all kinds of material goods and like isn't one of jesus's biggest preachings like i mean not not verbatim but to not be of i don't know the material goods are not what 
gets you the, into the gates of heaven or whatever. Well, the priests used to be rock stars too. Like they Religion used to, they, they were the Nick Cannons of Christian, the day. They were the Nick Cannons of the day. Po- they were fucking busting nuts left and right in people. That's why they have to become absent. Popes used to declare wars. Popes used to sheath swords. Yeah. Popes were badass back in the day. Popes were badass. They were fucking bribing. They were bribing people. They to literally get to that started position. wars. They started wars. Dude, you could bribe your way to the uh, to the papacy. Yeah, and if you became was, the pope, you were you were made. You you were you were you were the fucking king. Th- like I, that that Orgies aspect. And shit. So I, I will not lie. That aspect of Christian, I find it's like fascinating how the like the drama, you know, that like that shit, like the corruption, and like it's like it's like true crime, like papacy edition. That should be like a Netflix. That should be a Netflix. That should be a Netflix. Show. Yeah, and then you have these people now that proclaim that they're for uh, traditional Christian values and. Um, they are uh, a lot of fascists claim that a lot of fascists, you know how I know that, you know, you know, what's really kind of enlightened my perspective on this recently is, uh, the number of fascists that have began following, following me on TikTok. Now, I don't know what this says about me, but I think it's because I've been putting out a lot of Italian content and these unabashedly proud Italian accounts began following me. One in particular is called Gloria all'Italia. Now I think this is a guy in Canada because I checked who he follows and he follows the Vancouver Canucks on TikTok. <laughs> now, I'll admit, one of his... Now, you could pull this up right now. I want you to pull this up on TikTok right now. Gloria Italia. Now, he has a video. It's pretty electric. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a video of uh, Mussolini's speech set to music. And it's... It, listen, you understand why a lot of people, you know, before the internet and shit, would get behind a guy like this. Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to proclaim to know enough about Mussolini. I mean, he gets a bit of a bad rap because of, you know, the friends he chose. Is it safe to say that he could have chosen his... Uh, he, he probably could have chosen his friends and enemies a little bit better. I mean, listen, he was on the losing side of the war. What are you going to do? I mean, if Germany Germany had won, maybe we'd be looking back with a little bit of, you know, maybe we'd be looking back at fucking Winston Churchill and saying what a terrible guy he was. I don't know. I mean, was he gassing people himself? No. Was he gifting, was he giving people, was he aiding the cause? Maybe. You know what I mean? But like that aside, let's put all of that aside for a second. I mean, he, if nothing else, okay, if you only have to go off of the shit that he preached, I mean, his in his speeches, they they were electric. They were electric speeches. They were, they, they, I mean, they were they were incredible. Now, this one guy actually uh, commented on a a reel that I posted about Lazio a few weeks ago, saying, you know, it's a great club uh, because it's a microcosm of Italian society. You know, right in the middle of the country, very politically involved. You know, and uh, you know their fans are not necessarily going about a positive political change. You know, like they're not trying to fucking affect. Uh, 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 you know, their communities or whatever. They're more concerned with bringing about the new Italian empire, but whatever, you know? And this guy commented, Forza Lazio, and um, <laughs> with like a fucking, like a... Eagle. With like an eagle or with like a, like two hammers, like a two hammer emoji. So I actually responded to him yesterday. I said, uh, I know I made this up, but um, just to kind of fuck with the guy, with the guy, right? Because he's obviously, I mean, this is a fucking, this is a guy in Canada who, who claims to be a fascist, right? <laughs> You know, who, who, who fucking claims to be a proud Italian. And he posts these videos saying countries I love as an Italian. Number one is Germany, right? Because if, if there's one people that everyone in fucking Italy loves, it's the Germans, right? And he said Russia, uh, Greece, Serbia. And then he posted another TikTok saying countries I hate. The number one was Israel. That's who he said. So I said, uh, I commented under his, under his comment on my post. I said, funnily enough, Lazio was actually founded by a Jew. And, I uh, saw your tweet about that. I didn't yeah, know. yeah. And he said, uh, "The guy." Did you see what I sent you in response to that? You just said you did not see that coming. That's very, very witty of you. Um, but this guy said, uh, 
I don't care. I'll bet you he was a Jew that loved Mussolini. <laughs> Lazio was formed in 1900, 20 years before Mussolini came to power. He also said, I don't care because Lazio, the club, has nothing to do with that man anymore. This is a man that I made up. <laughs> I made it up. I pulled it out of my ass. And the guy's defending him. He's defending the Jew. Saying, yeah, well, you know, but that was a long time ago, you know? We're not Jews now. We're not a bunch of dirty Jews now. We're good, hard fascists now. Did you know that in 1927, the fascist party of Italy tried to, re tried to unite every single club in Rome? And it was actually when Roma were created. Roma are the real new Italian empire fascist club, when you think about it, historically. Lazio are the only club that resisted and said, fuck you guys. But you can't tell a guy like that that now. Do you think uh, do you think that guy living in Canada openly goes about his days, you know, ex like externally showing that he's a fascist? No, he does it online, and it's a thing exactly. that he feels. It's a thing that he feels can. It's just a thing. We're all just we're all chasing something. We're all chasing a feeling. He just, it just allows him to feel a certain level of identity. That's all it is. It makes him feel like he understands his existence. That's all it fucking is. Okay, to talk about how Italy was founded on Christian values. Italy, I mean, the new, the new Italian Empire, the Roman Empire, I mean, they used to kill Christians. I mean, they used to have fucking crazy orgies and they were, I mean, they were killing people for sport. You know, they were, they, 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 they didn't care about Christian values back then. And neither did Benito Mussolini. He hated, he hated the church. He thought that religion was a, a, a parasite. He did. He thought that it was, you know, he thought that it was not conducive to a strong population. And, you know, and that's the point is you, you get these oxymorons all the time that these people have to live with. They have to live with the cognitive dissonance of like uh, of the inconsistency of what it is that they claim to believe. And, um, you know, in a lot of ways, people who kind of believe in the church or claim to believe in the church kind of have to do the same thing. Right. One thing I find hilarious about religion is. You know, Christianity... God damn it, my foot's uh, asleep. It's so fucking asleep right now. Holy shit. Christianity, Islam... Dude, my foot, dude, my foot's gonna fall off. Right? The benefit they have is they were started thousands and thousands of years ago right they have the they have the the first movers advantage any remember remember in the in your in your intro to business textbook first movers advantage those who get into wherever they need to get into and whatever product they're starting whatever you know whatever line of business they're starting their first movers advantage right yes that that, that that's what these religions had right and you know what here's the funny and, thing and they're not the first movers they're just the latest people <laughs> who have done it there there are probably people who have done very similar things who have started face and then the entire human civilization probably got wiped out 13,000 years ago and then you know all we were left with were fucking pyramid pyramids made of rock and no one knows how the fuck they were created sure right? fine but and 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 we restarted and now we believe that you know what Catholics were right there's a book that I read that, that a bunch of Republicans so you're, love you're pushing called why Catholics are right you're making my you're making my point here sure fine what you're saying but you you got in essence what I was saying first unlock, unlock your first phone, mover's advantage you, you got I'm in essence what I was saying um now, right? If you, if you, you were to stand on this table and start declaring uh, some, some third, uh, or some some external entity that has, uh, I don't know, divine divine powers and is all knowing and all this stuff, right? You're branded a fucking lunatic, or you're a cult leader, or you're, or you're you're fucking nuts. You're off your rocker. Here's right? the here's the reality. Here's the reality just, about it's, Jesus Christ. It's just Christ. funny. It's just you want to know who funny, you want to know who Jesus was. You want to know who fucking Jesus was. He was a guy, okay, who probably lived his life 
probably lived his life in such a way that he was able to get a but he was a cult leader he was like fucking charles manson he was no different he got a bunch of people to fucking follow him except he was actually probably like a hippie he probably was on some crazy mushrooms or crazy hallucinogenics and was like hey man let's all be cool with each other man and that's beautiful he was probably a great guy he was probably a great guy and then what happens is that shit gets rewritten by followers of him right turns out he was born of a virgin you know what i mean by the way joseph got the fucking short end of that deal imagine that I don't know Family Guy yeah, we ever saw, did. We've spoken about this. Have we done that? No, we've we've just spoken about this. Was it you and I? Bi yeah, big, biggest cuck of all time. Joseph. Joseph. Yeah, Joseph. Hey, I'm pregnant. With who? God. <laughs> yeah, okay. Imagine how that first conversation went. No, but I mean, you know, Jesus was probably, he was probably a good guy, but he was, you know, he was, he was, he was high all the time, probably. Did you know that priests back in the day, in the temples, the Jewish temples, used to fucking smoke up and shit? And that's how they would, like, have these crazy visions, and they would fucking preach. They would just go on these crazy tangents. They would go on these crazy They're tangents coke about- Coke rants? Kind of, yeah. Kind of, except it was a little bit coke more- Coke rants about the eternal life. They were on DMT and shit, bro. I'm telling you, I found the account right here. Listen to this. But man, just old, old, like Old Testament, really, like this is an electric religion. Right here. Religion used to be like so badass. Like God used to smite people down. Nobody could read. To, God, no, but God, and nobody like, could read. I'm, I'm just, so you would know, hear I'm these talking... stories about God smiting you down. And you'd say, "Fuck, I don't want to be fucking smoked to smithereens. No. <laughs> I better follow. I don't know any better." No. This guy who has these visions from fucking Christ, who's fucking everyone in the town, is saying that I better listen to him or else. I better suck his dick or else. And you know what eventually happens? They fucking wind up being the people. It actually started off like they were the fucking people, I think, who said, listen, I think Rome is getting a little bit crazy here. The empire's kind of falling apart. We're fucking kids. Let's try to recalibrate here and try to live a little bit more of a modest lifestyle. And what happens? 2,000 years later, they're the ones fucking the kids. They're the ones fucking the kids. It all comes full circle. The empire is coming to a decline. Christianity's going to be fucking dead in 200 years. This is a Benito Mussolini compilation from Gloria l'Italia. Uh, an account on TikTok. How many followers does this guy have? 650 followers. He says, Fascista Italiano Mennefrego. You should get that tattooed. Mennefrego. Right next to Non Molare Mai on your tat. <laughs> I was actually, I actually tried to trick Nick into getting a fascist tattoo last year because he said, I want to get a tattoo about resilience. And I'm thinking, I want Molare to be like the keyword. I said, I don't know, just get something a little bit different, like like a little bit with a little bit more mustard. Put Maya Rendersi or something. Or put Boyakimola, which is a uh, little known fact, a line that Gian no, sorry, it's it's a quote that Gianluigi Buffon got in trouble yes, right. for bearing on his t-shirt, uh, which he which which he he showed to the Parma fans after a game. I think he took off his shirt and he had an undershirt that said Boyakimola, which used to be a fascist uh, uh, slogan, I think. Which means anyone who fucking quits is a piece of shit or whatever. I tried to get you to get that. You wouldn't budge. I think you did your research. You did your due diligence. That would have been hilarious to me if you had gotten a fascist tattoo by accident. And you had to get it covered up. Instead, you got a Gigi D'Alessio song. Mai no molare mai. It's a banger. Na, 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 na. Now listen. Look at who he follows. Riserva di geopolitica.itta. He follows an Albanian uh, enthusiast of the, the, the monarchy. He follows the cultural podcast because I it's great. Yeah, so good company. Yeah. Oh, it's not like epic music. It kind of sounds like a, it's a parody. It's set to music. 
I mean, this almost makes you want to join the movement. The, I, I don't know if I, the music choice doesn't make me want to join the movement. It kind of looks man. like a, it looks like an eighties advert. Set, I mean, it's set to. It, you got people march. You got that, people but. marching. We got people with the salute. You, there's a lot of uh, people in military garb. Yeah, the guy, guy, guy's got to work on his music selection. I, I was expecting like big like brass horns or like something epic. That's you know? the thing. These Lazio fascists, they, they don't know what the fuck they believe in. They don't know what the fuck they believe in. They don't. They just, they're clinging to an idea. They're clinging to a fucking idea. That's all they're doing. They don't know what the fuck is up and what's down. It's They need to feel a certain way because they're confused. They're disenfranchised. And, 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 and. And that's it. I, you, you know, do you think this guy who is posting this, who follows the Vancouver Canucks, is, I don't know, do you think he fucking lived a hard life? Do you think he lived a fucking hard life? Where, where, where the state let him down and he turned to fascism? He just, it's just, he's just proud to be Italian. He's, he's it's a little bit much. It's a, just a little bit much. Maybe tone back on the politics and stick with like fucking following growing up Italian and say, if you don't eat seven fish on New uh, on Christmas Eve, then who are you're you? not even a real Italian. If you eat fucking spaghetti with a spoon, fucking hand in your WAP card right now, bro. If your nonna doesn't have plastic over her best furniture, she's not really Italian. Har har. Right? Har har. How much did Christian give to the church? Give us the number. Oh, I had to have been... Uh... I don't know. Uh, Give us the number. You told me off it. Was it a couple coins? Couple, coin, couple coins every offerta. A couple. I don't know if, if it were like if it was two or three at a time. And it is was there any six saving that man? Is there any saving that guy? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he would love to hear you say that. Is there any saving him? God's there... God saving him. <laughs> I mean, listen, man. Jesus and Charles Manson are probably in the same place right now, man. Did you know that Charles Manson was like boys with was it Brian Wilson of the of the so let's say the Beatles the Beach Boys? Yeah, did you boys. know that Charles Ma Charles Manson almost was a Beach Boy? What a plot twist! That yeah, was, yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, just you ever think about how many people might have been on the precipice of just doing one thing versus another? Do you think all that the time, in, all the time? Do you think that in another life? And it's that's what the multiverse is, right? And, and like the exact same, like this it, almost. 99% the same dimension, but 1% of things are different, right? Like in, like in another life, Benito Mussolini, who was a fucking, you know, maybe he was a fucking, uh, I don't know, maybe he was a, maybe he was a communist. No, but even, who, let, no. Let, like, what's the difference at that point? He was just a man of strong convictions. That, or, that's or, all or Hitler was an artist, right? Like, I'm thinking of, like, even, like, things that actually could have, have right. happened. Right, but right, right. A little shift in the world, the time and space. And, uh, yeah, and what if what if Hitler had a normal sized penis? <laughs> How different would the world look? You know, would he would he have would he have, would he be asked would he have asked Eva Braun to take a shit on his chest while he fucking jerked himself off? You know, with his nuts tied up, and take his anger out on society by rounding up the gypsies. He would have been a sub. Who knows? He might have been a sub. He well, was a well, sub. Like, he probably well, wasn't. Well, I, think he, I think he was a sub. What are some other prominent figures that like could have went one way versus another? I'm trying to think now because the Hitler one being an artist or being a sub, I guess so that's a good one. Um, what if Gordon Ramsay was a professional footballer? If Gordon Ramsay was a professional footballer. That's a good one. I think he over embellishes that. I don't think he was ever that close. He talks about how he almost made it with Rangers. He's he's that guy that had that one bad injury that set him back and has to let everyone know, right? 
In another that's life, what you're, that's what you're going to tell your yeah. kids in 20 years. Yeah. Right? In another life, Silvio Berlusconi might have just, uh, you know, he might have just, uh, he might have lived on a commune or something, and he might have just fucked. Uh, he might have just fucked. He may have just been a sex offender with no. With no with <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no yeah, yeah. Exactly, attacks. exactly, exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? I, I, you know. People, people are malleable. People just like to, you know, people with certain personalities can adapt to different situations. People with different personalities can adapt to certain situations. They're just going to try to be the ones to rise to the top in that given environment, depending on where they live. You know what I mean? If Silvio Berlusconi was born in fucking, like, Sicily, he might have been, been a crime boss. What if Berlusconi never sold Milan? You ever think about that? You ever think about that? Because he's come back now with Monza. He's come back with Monza. And, and... You know that they're gonna fucking wind up sticking around in City A for a little while. You ever like like he's basically just rebuilding a City A team. Like he, he he's always kind of wanted to be the big like he missed it for he obviously like look he he. he How much longer is he gonna be alive? He's gonna live forever. Berlusconi's gonna live probably, forever. He probably will. Berlusconi's gonna live forever. He's found that um, what's that drug that they say the Clintons take that <laughs> sucks like the youth out of babies. To Baby keep blood, them alive. adrenochrome. Yeah. Adrenochrome. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah. He's drinking the adrenochrome. I don't know by the gallon. <laughs> ah, bro, he he, just, he puts it in his espresso every morning like a bit. You know of what Sambuca. he does? You know what Berlusconi does? He just fucking. It's very simple. He just he just collects young women. The the the, the, fuck, the fucking you know the, the fucking bang and 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 be part of his rotation and he just fucking he no instead of banging he, him now he sucks he, the life no he, he 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 does it through fucking them he just he just fuck he just steals their souls and their youth they lose their souls you know they have that glossy look in their eye and uh, and they just become uh, they just become fucking uh, you know they become expressionless uh, I don't know they become expressionless like fucking wreckage. You know that he that he left in his wake, right? The fact when, when they turn fifty years old, and he and he dumps them for a for a forty two year old for the, the next seven eight years. The fact that's that all he's, it is. He's but, coming back into politics too, right? It's just the is fact he that still? He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. I was seeing. I was seeing all kinds. Of, I, I don't know if I have a picture on my phone or not, but I. I took, How do you think a guy like that? I took pictures of ads. How do you think a guy like that lives? Do you think like he wakes up and just and just? Where do you get the energy? Because that's the thing. What does he do? How? What is? How does he live? Does he wake up and read the news and just and just? Think how can I have fun with this? Does he get up and does he go? Does he does he does he is he sitting down in meetings all day or is he just kind of like kicking it and and having people do the grunt work for him? I really don't oh, know. It's got to be the latter. It's got to be right. He just likes the cameras, no? But again, but it's like everything he tries to get out of, he gets back into. That's the point. Like, what if he had never sold Milan, right? Do you think maybe? Do you think maybe like? Do you think that things are as good right now as they are? Because I mean, the fall was so bad. The fall was so bad, and now the fact that you guys have kind of risen again, it feels like it can never happen again. And of course it can because clubs rise and fall all the time, but you feel like like measures will be taken to ensure that that shit cannot happen again. He, I mean, you see this often when organizations... Let's stick with football. You see this often when clubs just shift um, shift hands after a very long period of time. So Man United under Alex Ferguson, I get that we're talking about yeah, like we're not, we're ownership not. versus yeah. managers. It doesn't matter. When it, when a culture shifts, you tend to see uh, a club fall into disarray to an extent. And it's 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 not good. It's like just ride the guy out until he dies. You know what I mean? I understand what you've got and just ride it out to you. It's like a marriage. It's like a fucking marriage. You've been with the same person for 70 years. You got together at fucking... You know, 18 years old, you've been married for you've been married for 65 years. Okay? 
you're 87 years old. Like, like obviously, it, things have been a little... You're, you're not getting up and wanting to fuck each other still. But there's, like, some... There's some merit to still having a, a, a dynamic that you can kind of depend on there. The the irony in you... Just take... Just beat the wheels off and die together. The irony of you tearing down the Catholic faith and then talking about the sanctity of marriage as my... As my... <laughs> It's my mind in an absolute pretzel right now. But but there's value to it. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Fucking just keep chasing tail for your entire life? You know, women women tend to like security more than men, generally. Okay? But even then, like, you don't think that fucking there are some guys who just put on a ton of weight are derelict losers and their women don't want to go fuck a, a, a guy who looks like Gianluca Vacchi? It's not even about going for a younger guy. It's about just... just just getting something better and upgrading. There's some value to growing together and, and just and just seeing out difficult situations together. That's all I'm saying. You know, and eventually we say, oh, look, I've been doing this for a while. I want to retire. I'm Fergie. Okay, you know, I, I want to fucking go uh, just, 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 I don't know what the fuck he does. Does he have a winery or something? I don't goddamn know. Just you tell him no. Think a Scotsman has a winery? I think he does. I think he fucking. I could God, be, that's probably some I shit wine. That out of my ass. That's probably some shit wine. Apparently, Marcello Lippi used to exchange wine with him, and he used to give him vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't understand each other, and Marcello Lippi would just bring him. I think he would give him. Sco I think uh, Sir Alex would give him scotch actually. They would smoke cigars together, and they wouldn't understand each other, but they would just sit and talk. Just and neither vibing. of them understood each other. Oh, just vibes. <laughs> just vibing. <laughs> just vibing. Just boys being boys. Just boys being boys. Dudes rock. That's the thing. Dude's rock. You know what I mean? Like, you don't think that, like, you don't think that... That's what I love about, like, going on vacation and, like, just, like, coming across a savage Russian guy who doesn't speak a lick of your language and you don't speak a lick of his, but you go out and you just pour vodka down so, each other's so that, throats. So that, that, like, the essence of what you're explaining kind of happened on the tram ride back from San Siro to, uh, to the city center after I left the game. There was some Eastern European guy sitting in front of me who could, like, barely speak English. But he knew every word to every Milan chant on that tram, every single one. And it's just it's 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 exactly it's exactly how you're explaining it. So you you come across a guy that you have no fucking commonalities with other than whatever you know you have at that point in time, whether it's smoking cigars, enjoying scotch, or you know supporting your football club. And the guy knew every fucking word, and and that that's the best. That's I think the best. the best possible tandem you can have, okay. Is I'm thinking about this now. I think the best possible, like group of guys you can get together, like the biggest menace. Okay, if if we're going five guys, I think and and they only speak one language. I think you get a Brit together. Okay, with so this is a guy from Liverpool, with a guy from Sao Paulo, Brazil, from a favela, with an Eastern European. With a guy, I, I don't know if I'd be able to even pick a country because they all a lot of them share that same. Like uh, like drink drinking at the bar camaraderie like hardness. To you them. need you need a guy from a Sao Serbian? Paulo, Brazil. You need a guy from Liverpool. You need a guy from fucking. Like a Serbian. I think you need a guy from. I think you need a guy from Kyrgyzstan or Kazakhstan or one of the stands in the eastern in the eastern like fucking I was gonna say it's not even the eastern block just fucking like like fucking I don't know like, in, like western Asia I think you need one of those you need a guy from Naples and you need like maybe a guy from Thailand or something 
or like a savage fucking I think Korean a, I think guy. A, I think a Roman would fit more than a guy from Naples. A Roman, totally, a chain totally smoke. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good a shout because the Napolitan are too they're they're too insulated exactly, in their own world. Exactly. That's a good call. So a Roman who only speaks fucking like like Francesco. You need Francesco yes. Totti. Oh my god, I had a cab driver. It was like that. It was hilarious. You need Francesco Totti with Jamie Carragher, with fucking Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho played. He was he was more worldly. I would say like a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy. I would say like one of the Gracies, or like Paulo Costa. Paulo Costa, the MMA fighter. With I don't know, man. I think you get people who don't speak a language, and just kind of just just grunt and just and just party together. I think that's good. Like Bert Kreischer has this story about like fucking him going to Russia, the machine story, and he just became friends with the Russian mafia because all he knew how to say was "I am the machine," and he would just drink. They'll be like, he's the machine. And he became <laughs> friends with them. I think that's great. I actually think one of the best things you can have to unite a group of friends is one foreign guy who doesn't speak the language, who's just like one of the boys. So like if you have like a and fucking mugs of beer. Yeah, so I think so I think like if you have a bunch of guys from like fucking uh, dude, dude, if you have a bunch of guys from fucking like like all around the United States who are in college together, right? And they all they are, they're all American guys, and you have like one dude from fucking like from fucking China. Who barely speaks English? His family sent him there, okay. And he works like three times. He he's I don't know. He's fucking like he he's studying actuarial math or something, okay. He's a real numbers guy, but he's a demon. And when he drinks, he's fun. Like he, that's such a morale booster at a party. If you have a fucking group of guys and you have one guy who barely speaks a lick of the language, he's your fucking boy. This is our boy Ming. He's fucking with us. We don't, we don't understand what the fuck he's saying, but he's a savage. It's like it's like an an Ocean's Eleven cast of members, but just all drinking together, but that don't speak the same language. Sure, like that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like everyone who kind of speaks one language, and then one guy who's just kind of like your little brother. You know what I mean? He's kind of like the mascot. That's the dynamic. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is the dynamic. That is the dynamic, dude. Um, so. What uh what what do what do we think? So I'm going to Italy in a few days. What what should I uh. What should I look out for here? I mean, I, I know what to expect. But what, what, is there anything that I should be not not look out for and looking I, I, looking I, to do any any kind of cultural experience that you would suggest that's very fresh on the brain? Yeah, not anything that would be new to you. I think this is just a point that I wanted to like rehash and reemphasize because, uh, and, and and I shared some pictures of, of this too. Uh, and I and I, so I know you maybe you know where I'm going with this, but. Man, Roman pasta dishes are just, and I know you know this. This isn't this isn't new news or anything, but just make sure you savor every every bite of every Roman pasta dish you get because, like, I'm still sad and I'm gonna be sad for a while. You know what? I almost made you catch a pep tonight with uh, with pecorino. I actually Roman. would have been pissed because, like, I, I, I did so I, I didn't do it. I couldn't good, do it to you. Good, I couldn't good. do it. Now, now I make a very good cachapep for one. Here's the problem: I fall apart. When I got to make it for multiple people. Two people. You crack under the lights. I crack under the lights. The portion size, my, my perspective is off. I could do rigatoni in the pan for one person. I could do half a box. Your like, ratio to pecorino to like pasta water, it, it gets ruined when it's like three plus. I tried to make gricha a few weeks ago for Paula. I burnt the guanciale. Oh, no. It's just te- like this because I got too many things going on. I got too many things to focus on. And, and the, you know, I can never get a pan that's big enough to mix it all. You know, with the with the you know, with the uh, with the skill that's required, you know, with the flick of the wrist in order to be able to get it all mixed up, I can't do it. I can't do it. So it would have been a disaster. The Romans do pasta. The Meat best. on the they grill, fi- and you know why they do it so well in restaurants in particular? One portion at a time. Yeah. One padella. Yeah. And you fucking throw it all in. 
top Here it class. Is. Sometimes they'll serve it to you in the fucking pan. Oh, that's the best. I went to. An, I, I remember we went to a restaurant. Did you where go they did back? That. Did you go back no, to Trilusa? No, not there. But we we didn't. We weren't close to Trastevere, so it was hard. But uh, we went to another place where they served it like that out of the pan. It's the best. It's the best. I'm thinking I might try like going to Ostia or something, going somewhere like a little bit disgusting. You know what I mean? Where you have like the real. The real working class Italians, like the, the the fucking cab drivers, you know, the fucking the bus drivers, you know, the people, the guy, the guys who work in a bank as like a as like a loan officer or something, the people, know, the, the pe people, the people, yeah, the people, yeah, the guys who have been unemployed for the past nine years, where do they go? Ostia, Ostia al mare, you know. I've I've heard of the area. I've never never been, but I've heard of it. Because here's the thing: Rome is too gentrified now, man. If you want to go to Rome, you gotta try to make it as much like the bicycle thief as possible. You gotta you gotta feel like you you gotta suffer a little bit. You gotta go there and feel people that suffer. You gotta go to where people suffer. You gotta go to the working class areas, where people just exist. You don't want to go to the you don't want to go to the area where there's a little bit more money, where they got designer stores and where people kind of will flock to, from other parts of the country. Via del Corso. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. You got to stick on the west side of the Tiber and 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 uh, immerse yourself. That's my, fav that's my favorite thing to do in Rome. When I started doing that, I began enjoying Rome more. I don't yeah, know. It, it comes back full circle to how we started this conversation. It's what do you enjoy, right? And uh, I, I think maybe it just as, as people who have who've been lucky enough to go multiple times and have like a, an appreciation for Italian culture. Like you start to give less of a fuck about the touristy stuff. Right. And to you, like the, the, the stuff you want to do as a tourist is exactly what you're saying. Like there's a few, things, there's a few things that my girl has to see, like just landmarks, but otherwise like just see it as an Italian, right? If, if you're from Siena and you visit Rome, you got to see certain things. It's just, it's just like, it's the yeah. not a tip of the hat, a little reverence, something like that. By the way, um, I meant to ask you, especially his first time for sure. Yeah. Exactly. For you know, sure. She's only ever fucking seen where her where her where her parents are from. You know what I mean? No, these, no, little, no. these little fucking so towns. That, so that's exactly know? right. All, everything's worth all the all the landmarks, all the fucking type A stuff is all worth seeing once. Other than that, there's no reason to yeah, see it. Yeah. No, exactly. You do it once. You can only and then take it's, a picture of the Trevi Fountain so many times. You can only throw your twenty cent euros coin over your left shoulder so many fucking times. Like. You know, I'm a little concerned. You said it was so hot that the coins were melting into the uh, cobblestone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a scorcher, dog. I was sweating through every fucking hole of Did my Did you see body. that a guy dove into the Trevi fountain a few weeks ago? And uh, yeah, that's a, that's an offense, no? Yeah. Didn't, didn't James Palotta do that? Uh, no, he he, he jumped into a fountain. It wasn't the Trevi. It was fountain? a. It was a fountain. He was, jumped into a fountain that. He was charged criminally for doing it. I don't know which one it was, but for what, and everyone, for, for, everyone for was the, like the for, fucking American from Boston jumping in a fucking yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. They got their priorities in the right place. The fucking Carabinieri do. Let's ignore the fucking people in the Vatican who have who have immunity, who've been laundering money and fucking. Yeah, Carabinieri have no enable, have no say enable, over the Vatican. A criminal organization, a criminal organization which has existed for the. Yeah, here's the thing. They have they, no say over the Vatican. It's those clowns dressed up with spears. The Swiss, the Swiss here's, guard. Here's here's the thing. Here's what I love about the Vatican. Okay, the Carabinieri have no oversight there until some real shit goes down. When somebody gets murdered, who who do they call? They call the Carabinieri. <laughs> no, the Swiss guards are there poking poking people with their spears. What they do it. This is what they did in Angels and Demons with Tom Hanks and shit. But Dan Brown, the Swiss guard and the fucking and the fucking Vatican police would be like, "Hey, who are you? What are you doing? Get out of here!" Because they had like secrets to protect. That's the thing. It's a cult. It's a cult. I, I, another observation I made just looking at the Swiss guard is 
<laughs> who are they? St- who are they stopping? <laughs> who are they stopping? They look. You know what they look like? They look like like if someone were to run by them, they would run like a cartoon from like whatever year the Pink Panther was from, where the <laughs> where the the guard is running with their knees or reaching reaching. They're doing high knees as, basically. As, as, they're doing as, high knees. Or like in Tintin, in Tintin. <laughs> they're, they're doing high knees as they chase as they chase the guy breaching the fucking Vatican doors to kill the Pope. Who who I saw by the way, which was like I don't know. I felt like it was so underwhelming. Like it's a little, <laughs> little speck in the window. You barely see him. Like and everyone's like buzzing, like filming. I'm surprised that nobody's killed him. Because you don't think that there's a coup. They tried. They tried. No, no, no. That was year. J- that was JP two. That was that was a long time ago. JP two. And what did he do? Forgive them. Forgave him. Forgave him. Sorry. Yeah, I don't I don't know. You think he really did deep down? You think deep down he was forgiving him and he was like, This motherfucker, this motherfucker tried to kill me, but in the name of God, that I have to a, fucking that a, forgive that him. That was a PR move. Right <laughs> you think they here's the thing, do you think they're actually crazy enough to believe everything that they espouse? Do you think that they, they, that they like don't have a change of heart like thirty years after coming into the clergy? Like they maybe never try a fucking psychedelic and think, oh fuck. Maybe this is all a little bit. I mean, you know, all, all the child molestation and sexual harassment would, would probably prove your point. But I, I'm a little surprised that nobody's killed him. Just because, no, no, I'm not saying it should happen, but I'm surprised that like nobody's ever got to him. Because again, I don't think he has that high a level of security, and I'm surprised that like no that no extremist has ever fucking thought to take him out or something like what? some crazy like Muslim from Indonesia or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know They've what it tried. is. They've tried. They've tried. Yeah, you know. Um, Actually, I do a bit about this on stage and about how funny it is. Like, Italian grandmothers are losing their mind because the Pope came to Quebec City recently. And, like, you know, them and, like, their Portuguese neighbors are all losing their minds. And it's like, he doesn't want to be they're here. Celebrity. He's on the apology tour. He, you know, he's not here He's not here by by, by choice. He's, he's note-zapping, you know, basically. A few, a few Jesuits. He's, no, uh, he's note-zapping. He's note-zapping in person. Yeah, you know, a few Jesuits uh, may or may not have raped a couple residential kids in the 1920s. And bada-bing, bada-bing, boom, here we are. You know what I mean? But uh, he's their rock star, you know? It's like when, uh, you know, it's like when fucking... Uh, when, he really is a celebrity. The Pope like when, is when a Matt, celebrity. When Maniscalco comes to town and all the Spacone Italians go to see him, that's like, you know, the Pope comes to Quebec. It's an honor. You know what I mean? Celebrity. You know? He's a rock star. You know, I re- I would love it if he just didn't have a bulletproof Pope mobile and he could just be like, nah, like, like fucking... Yeah, he God, really God, believed God it. should God block the bullets. Him. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? God will put a force field God around God is him. good. You know what I mean? It is. If it's the will of God, it's the will of God. If you went like really Jehovah's Witness with it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just passive. Passive. You, you know what I mean? But no, like, listen, if, if you run by the Swiss guards and you go to attack the Pope, you know what they're doing? They're doing their fucking job. And that's to stand there like statues. Because that's that's that, that's their, that's the, um, that is the mandate. The mandate is to stand there and look pretty. I'm actually convinced that if you ran by them, it's not security. It's it, it's decorative. But so it's a I, I actually looked into it when I was there. I was a million percent convinced, right? Decorative. They, like, by the book, they actually are security. Like, by the book. Do they have guns? No, I don't think so. So what if you just, like, what, what if you so. just, like, pretended to run? Just they, see if they would flinch. You, you, like, pump fake them. You're like... Whoosh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're like, little Barry Sanders, like, <laughs> juku. You know how Messi has, like, the shoulder like, faint? Yeah. He's boop. You know what I mean? See how fast their reaction time is? We'll just see if they react then could, at all. Then you could give them feedback after. Like, Get them to flinch. Like you're a mystery shopper. You're like, yeah, I was actually like a fake terrorist. Like this is like your evaluation. You're, you pa- you, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You passed the test. You know, your 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 motor skills, your your reflexes were uh, about three-tenths uh, less than what we were expecting. Who uh, applies we're gonna to have those to, jobs? We're going to have to let you go. Who applies to that job? It's a great question. And why Are does, they all Swiss? And why, why does Swiss, Switzerland provides them? Why? You know, like what, what, what's the... What's the connection there? That tells you. 
biggest bank in the world. Biggest bank in the world, baby. Godfather, so, uh, Godfather I, Part 3, Immobiliare. I'm, I'm happy you just brought it up because I looked it up before, but I didn't have a time to chime back in with it. Apparently, the Vatican's net worth, according to Time, uh, time.com, between 10 to 15 billion, okay? And of that wealth, they have 1.6 Bs in stock holdings. It's 15% of the value of the listed shares on the Italian stock market. Why do they have so much money? What do they need it for? For legal fees that they're going to incur over the coming 50 years. <laughs> you know, they're stocking up. I think Better they have good lawyers. Or is God their lawyer? Isn't you know, that, don't you find that hilarious? How funny would it be? Yeah. The, 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 the Vatican as like the, as the defendant. The Vatican as the defendant walks into the court and there's like yeah. 10 guys and like dressed to the tens. Yeah, and it's, it's, never a good, it's never a good look. It's never a good look when the plaintiff. Cases. It's never a good look when the plaintiff against the religion are the followers of the religion. It's never a good look. Nick, are you doing Fanta Calcio this year? I, so many people are trying to solicit uh, me to doing no, fucking Fanta. I, I, I every year I, I say got I'm a link. Do it. I got a link from uh, from. Uh, I got Prez the link. From I got the, the link Milan too. Club, but I'm I, never I, I gonna for, do I it. Forgot I'm never gonna do it. I was. I had the intention of doing I'm it. I'm never gonna do it. I was on I'm vacation. I'm never gonna do Fanta Calcio. I'm never gonna do. I'm never gonna do it. What are we doing, man? What are we doing? Like, like I don't know, man. What's the point? What's the fucking point? I'm I'm gonna tie this it's back all into. Just a I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this back into your fascist dude. It makes people feel like they know what they're talking about when they see they got uh, Luka Jovic scored for Fiorentina last week. As oh, I told you, he was gonna it be. It feels good. weird when people rest feel, on the laurels of like. The, it feels weird when people are like you know what I I'm celebrating this other person's accomplishments. Luka Jovic. Fuck, fuck with me. No, but then they suck their own dicks because they'd be, I told you he was going to score. Yeah. I told you he was going to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just makes them, they identify with, I know more than you about, about football. I right? find scouting weird because I feel like a lot of them probably weren't good footballers. A lot of them start young or nerds. And it's like, what are they looking for? Like, like they're looking for talent. I mean, anyone could do that. Anyone could fucking do that. You know? I don't know if I'm, I fully agree I'm, with that. I, you know, it's it's how it's a how, lot of talking about how good other people are. It's that, that's what's weird to me. Just talking about, hey, this guy's a stud. This kid who's 18, we're gonna change his life. We need him. Hey, hey, 18 year old, we're gonna fucking give you everything you want. Come, come, we're we're recruiting you. Okay, we think you're great. It's it's like a lot of selling your soul. I don't know. It's 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 like basing an entire career off the accomplishments and abilities of other people. I find that strange. Yeah, but then strange. yeah, but you have to you have to take a broader look at it. But then in turn, if you are that guy that's able to successfully identify certain guys as being quote unquote good or whatever, then you're known as the guy that knows how to find people that are good, and then that becomes your accomplishment. It feels weird. No? To, yeah, it, but again, your accomplishment is based on the accomplishments of others. It just feels like a strange job. I know I I can't do fanta. I'm never gonna do fanta culture ever again. I'm so happy I don't do fantasy Premier League anymore, bro. I don't mind it. It's I, it's just know, it's, it's such a commitment. I can't do fantasy sports anymore. Such a commitment. you know because you know what it is. Fantasy sports feels like a thing to occupy the masses. It feels like a thing that you do when you don't have enough going on. I feel like busy people shouldn't be fucking doing fantasy sports. No, I disagree. And getting mad when, Tom, and getting I, mad know, when Tom you know, Brady is fucking injured because so their fantasy team. I think is there's wrecked. I think there's levels to it. Those that look at it like it's their life completely agree. Like, what are you doing? They're, they're, get your get your get your world straight. But I think 
you know, actually contrary to what you said, busy people shouldn't be doing it. I think it's actually kind of a cool way for busy people to kind of stay in touch with others that they may not if, you know, their busy schedules don't permit. I There's levels to it. I think there's levels to it. Yeah. I will never. The, 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 guy, the guy that's on Twitter, like actively like rage tweeting about his his running back or his striker in Fanta Calcio or Fantasy Premier League, like screwing him over and taking screenshots as if anyone gives a fuck about their fantasy team. What I love is when people, what I love is when people, what I love is when people reach out to players too oh, and yeah. say, and say, fuck you, you cost me, like, you know, you caught, you cost me writing this it week from their Fanta. mother's basement. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I love. I love a few years ago when uh, Joaquin Cancelo. Is that an offensive out. term to say to you? Is someone in their mother's basement? <laughs> I got a fucking great oh, studio. No, no. Set I don't want to overstep my boundaries. <laughs> I'm saving money, saving money, baby. I'll, I'll move out eventually. I'll move out eventually. I'm gonna make the move eventually. I'm hitting. I'm hitting a number, and I'm fucking getting the fuck out. And uh, you want to know what's funny? I want to move to New York to, to fucking do stand-up a little bit more regularly. And my mom's like, you know what? I think I could use a change of scenery, too. I'd like, and I'm like, you know what? I'd love it. I'd love it if my mother came with me. I don't care. Come come with Duplex. me. Duplex. Yeah. No, but um, I remember Joel Cancelo a few years ago, uh, I think, actually answered somebody who said, you know, fucking, you, you screwed me over in Fanta. And he answered, fanta-culo. Yeah, I, know, I remember that. The, the, I remember the, that. The, 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 the fanta-culo, fanta-merda, this fucking Portuguese accent. But, um, I nah. do remember that. No, I will never do it again. I will never fucking do Fanta Calcio again. I, I've never done it before. You will never catch me. You'll never catch me doing it again. I, I don't th- I just I, I can't I can't I, I can't justify it, man, in my mind. I simply can't. I don't know, but 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 like it's one of those things. You, you just you feel like it's just one of those things that is meant to occupy people who 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 and a football manager, bro. You'll never listen another thing, I'm never playing football manager again. I, I've decided now I'm never buying it again. I'm never buying it again. I'm never playing football manager again. It's too addicting, and I feel like it's a fucking it's a fucking time vacuum. It's a time vacuum to no productive end. Uh, on, on the fan again on the fantasy uh, sports side, I agree with you to an extent. Like I just hardo fantasy people are just it's it, it's weird. It's to me. weird. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah, it's it when is. You, when you when it, it actively gets you angry, happy. So, I don't know. Anyone that feels so strongly about anything is weird. If you love a team too strong, and here's the thing: if you love and fucking, if you're obsessed with a club, and this is why, by the way, the podcast has gone less and less cultural because I still kind of enjoy watching the sport, and I happen to have a club who I'm just kind of stuck with. I'm stuck with them. I'm stuck with Juve. I, they make me feel things, okay? So I'm kind of stuck with them. I have like this obligation to them, but like I, I don't feel the same level of dedication to them as I did when I was a child. Okay, it's why we discussed totally cultural. Normal. You know what I mean? I'm less, I, I'm more flexible on my politics than when I was when I was in high school. I feel less inclined about. Uh, I feel less inclined to fucking bang a drum and tell people like what it is I believe. Just generally, I, you know, I think anyone that's too intense about anything is weird. People that like fully believe in the church and aren't open minded about anything, it's weird. It's weird. You know what yeah, I mean? I don't, I don't disagree. You know, live in the gray always. You know what I mean? Even people that follow laws. And say, gotta follow every single law because it's the law. Even that's weird. You know what I mean? You all break laws when it's convenient. Anyway, just. Anyway, we agree. Nick Gentility, you hungry, bro? I'm starving. We gotta fire up the charcoal over here. I want some steak. I want some steak. Listeners, get at us on all platforms at Cultural Podcast, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Cultural Podcast. Fucking uh, rate us five stars. Spotify, Apple. Hope you enjoyed this on Spotify. Follow Nick. He's back on uh, Instagram at Nick Gentiletti. Is that what it is? Beautiful. See? You're back. You're back. You're back. 
can people follow the burner? No, we're not telling people what the burner is. That would defeat the purpose. That would no? defeat the purpose. Okay, follow him at Nick Gentiletti. It's always good to hang out with you, buddy. I love you, kid. Uh, let's uh, let's eat. We'll catch you uh, soon. Mics are coming to Italy. We'll see what happens. Episodes are banked. We got a great episode up next week with uh, no, 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 no. Teaser. No teaser. No teaser. No teaser. No, actually, there. Keep you guys on. Keep you guys on uh, on edge. I mean, actually, fucking, I shared him. I shared. I shared every one of the fucking episodes that were banked on uh, on Instagram. So again, do follow us on Instagram at Cultural Podcast. If you didn't fucking follow us, there's more people that fucking listen to this pod than interact with the fucking Instagram reels and shit. I don't know what the fuck is going on there, but like the reels and shit. Follow us on Instagram. Check us out because we fucking post news and stuff. You want to know who's gonna be on next week? Wait, eat a dick. Follow us on Instagram and you'll fucking know. That was a bit aggressive. I don't know if I should cut that out. Uh, Keep you know, it in, baby. Keep it in. Yeah, considering it won't be, you know, it'll be a Keep matter of time before in. I'm asking these people for money for a Patreon. I don't know, but uh, I think they like that. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe we should just do that. We're just fucking on Patreon. I'll, you guys can call in, and I'll just fucking, I'll, I'll just rip you. I'll rip you guys all a new one. I'll just argue with people on Patreon because I'm thinking of something to differentiate myself from everyone else do on, it on Patreon. Twitch. Do it on Twitch. You can't make money on Twitch, can you? Are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know the first. People make money on oh, Twitch. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't. I don't fucking know. Is that a, is that a thing? I don't. I don't know, bro. I feel like if I'm on Twitch, I feel Twitch like streamers I might be one of the like richest sect of people online, the successful ones. Why go on Twitch when you could try to get on network TV, which I'm trying to do right now with the next Italian. Yeah, comic. baby, cable. Cable to the moon. TV. Yeah, Canadian cable TV. To the moon. That's where I want to fucking gain notoriety. Comedy network. Listeners, love you. Enjoy the outro. Probably picked by Nick Gentiletti, unless I hate his pick, in which case. Uh, Go away. See you in Italy. Love you. Bye.